Jay Bearhat, how are you doing? I'm feeling a little malignant. Oh, shit! Ah, uh, title drop already, right Bam! there. Bam! Right there. Boom. Right on the tip. Bam! I love, I love when a movie gives away the twist in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, malignant. Um, so you're, so what, what, what I'm hearing is that you, wit you witnessed, you watched the film *Malignant* by by James Wan. Yes, I, I have bared witness. It took me many, many weeks of trying to make sure I had a, a day, a night free to go and see it with my my friends, friends. Uh, of the therapist office, Lonnie <laughs> and James. Friends of the um, office, friends of the office. And the thing that I, I'm very glad I got to see it in theaters because I did not expect it to be a new metal horror film in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had a lot of, um, a lot of screeching guitar uh, soundtrack. Well, the soundtrack, it had that Where Is My Mind cover. Yeah, that was... Uh, I've never felt gaslit by a soundtrack before. <laughs> but every time it started, I was like, oh, I, I would go like, uh, where is my mind? And then I'd be like, wait, wait, hold on. And I'd be like, is this just the opening guitar riff to where is my mind? And then it just like takes a left turn and, yeah. is, and becomes something else. It becomes the true detective theme song or whatever. I, it, I did find it is, in fact, actually licensed as where is my mind like it is it is it is in the credits that that is in fact where is my mind by the pixies yes just just chopped up a little bit to to screw with the audience <laughs> make the make the uh make the guys in the theater seats feel a little chopped and screwed hey. yeah now 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 you feel and you know now you know what it's like to be um a woman in biden's america <sighs> am i right uh if anybody knows about chopping and screwing, it's uh, it's James Wan. It's uh, James. Oh man! Yeah, this movie this movie had quite a bit to say about about masculinity. It seems like I don't know. I don't know. What do you What are your feelings on the movie in a general sense? Um. So I liked it, but mm. I liked it because I like James Wan's horror films. And that it means even when James Wan makes really bad horror films, I tend to still like them. This one is like a rare one in that it's like, I like it, but I wouldn't call it bad. But also I would never recommend it to anybody who doesn't uh, like the Saw movies or uh, has not seen Dead Silence at least three times. AKA, a a you, you would never recommend it to me, is what you're saying. I would never, I, I did recommend it to you because I really wanted to hear your <laughs> thoughts on it. But I would not recommend it to uh, anyone else. <laughs> Uh, um well i would probably i would i would recommend it to people as like it's fun it's like if you're looking for a fun horror film that starts off as a we're gonna get into spoiler territory oh yeah uh that starts off as like feels like it might be a slow burner kind of campy take on the gallo well I, I, as campy as gallo films tend to be um like you know woman in a possibly haunted house situation Ooh, there's a mystery there's murders going on what's going on right um and then by the third act of the film um she's running backwards uh while being piloted by the tumor of her 
dead twin brother that lives inside her skull uh, and is just killing, co- like, literally the entire Seattle Police Department in one scene. Yeah, see, that's pretty... It's hard for me to oppose that in any capacity. That's, like, good. Um, but doesn't, doesn't, it, doesn't she also kill inmates as well? Just kind she of... Does, so there is a scene that I have very complicated feelings about. Yeah. Because on one hand, in a movie that takes place in a very modern horror set- setting, to just suddenly put your character in a jail cell filled of literally every outdated women in prison stereotype <laughs> is like such an... The thing I like about James Wan's directing is that he makes, like, insane people decisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's... there's the, the classic one from Dead Silence is that the detective in the film who's, like, thinks that the guy, the main character, is the guy who killed his wife and doesn't believe that it's a puppet, is just shaving in, like, every scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, he shows up to the guy's... up. A hotel and he has an electric razor and he's just like casually shaving himself and making jokes about like ah like how do i get a close shave like this puppet guy here like it's it's such an insane character trait is just this detective is is in every scene he is in he is shaving <laughs> i'm obsessed with that i think that's great when um the main character's sister shows up she's just wearing a princess dress yeah yeah and she's like oh this is my job and it just doesn't come up ever again it's just for the one scene where we meet her she's dressed as a princess she's busy she's a busy girl this establishes her her place in the capitalist system or whatever and and, and so that jail cell scene is is absolutely a part of that where it's like why why is this jail cell filled with like characters that look like they're from like a 1970s like women in prison peril film (laughs) just no reason for them to be in there at all um and then they all do get brutally murdered uh and and that's sort of like the big twist that's revealing the the fact that um not philip gabriel is is actually a tumor inside her head which uh, another thing I got this film is that, like, you can guess kind of what the twist is, but, like, the whole time I was watching it, I was trying to figure out how the twist was going to be done. Mm, sure. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, oh, they have, like, a week. Because, like, it, it's heavily implied throughout the film that it's something supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so, for the twist to be, no, he's literally just, like, physically in her head and whenever he takes her body over, he, like, cracks her head open like an egg. <laughs> and then just runs backwards. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how he controls her. Because that's the perspective in which he sees the world. Is, like, so funny. Because I knew it had to be something like that. Well, well no, like, I thought it was going to be, like, oh, she had, like, a conjoined at the head twin or something that was malignant. Because it was, like, a tumor. And that... right. right. The the problem was that they were like, well, they only have one brain, so like we can only save one of them, so we're gonna kill the other one, uh, and that that's the one who 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 it is, and like that like so like the embodiment of him looks the way it does because like he was the backwards twin, um, but for it to just be like, no, it's it's literally just the main character but backwards <laughs> is 
When he first shows up, I leaned over to to one of my friends and uh, that I was seeing it with, and I just went like, "Oh, bro, Malignant got like femboy hips." <laughs> Little did I know. Yeah, I mean the the backwards movement stuff was like fun um, and like very silly. The the fact that like one of the main props is this like disem- disassembled trophy knife thing. Uh, I don't know, just like a, a lot of a lot of goofy little details that that went into this for sure. And that's like. So I've been telling people this. Um, the thing that I feel about this film is that a lot of people are kind of calling it James Wan's take on Giallo films. And, like, there's definitely elements of that. Yeah. The trophy one is, like, that's a very, you know, like, that kind of genre piece thing. Um, but I think the reason why people are doing that is because there's been enough critical distance that that is the acceptable kind of lowbrow, pulpy horror. Like, people kind of treat that as if it's more artsy and, like, you know, like, that's more worthwhile horror and stuff. You know, unlike this new horror, which is, like, bad. <laughs> um, and so I feel like a lot of people are missing the fact that it's, like, no, this is, like, exactly the kind of movies James Wan was making in, like, 2004. Yeah. Like, this 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 film is direct, is indirect kinship with the the house of wax movie with paris hilton with the fucking <laughs> black christmas remake from 2006 like just just the most like with the fucking freddy versus jason movie yeah absolutely <laughs> like it's it's different in that it borrows sort of a a different kind of ethos to this but like it goes in the same sort of like big guts big blood uh over the top spectacle kind of direction with like a butt metal soundtrack and like a lot of color correction (laughs) (laughs) yeah and also like an emphasis on like cool cool monster design or like weird monster design that was like a big thing in that genre era oh yeah yeah having having a gross little guy is is like really really important Uh, he's he's such a gross little guy and you know it gets into like you know perfect for like horror yaoi and like horror fujoshis and like all the little like zoomer trans weirdos who love horror perfect character to project on <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely i mean like there's there's a dense sort of like you know there's these dense sort of themes present for sure um but then i don't know he also just looks like kind of like an emo boy I, I don't know, like, everybody who's obsessed with, like, Slender Man, sexually obsessed with, like, Slender Man or whoever else will, I think, have a good time with this movie. Oh, absolutely. He is, he is, not, sadly, he's not the first uh, trans mask villain, but he is uh, a big one. <laughs> well, we, you know, more representation, right? Yeah. Hey, more, I, I always say more is better. <laughs> I Another thing, a detail in this film that I really like is, uh, Inter- like the way James Wan uses like those kinds of tropes that I mentioned earlier, like he just like kind of like borrows and remixes. And so him having a scene where the where uh, the main character comes home and her soon to be dead husband is watching a fight, a, a MMA fight on the TV. And it's like, uh oh, that's how, you know, he's an abuser. <laughs> but he's like watching it in the bedroom. <laughs> because it's like well the next scenes that happen have to happen in the bedroom (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> so instead of watching it, like, so like she turns it off and he's like, hey, I'm watching that. But it's like they have a TV downstairs in the living room that's Literally. bigger. So it's like, why are you watching this like in bed looking like you're like waiting for your wife to come home to have sex? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is this setup here? If it's just like you need to get the trope in of like he watches uh, fights and that's how you know he's he's dangerous because he's he wants to he wants to fight you. <laughs> He's violent. Yeah, men men do this. Men it, men be watching fight games to get them pumped up uh, to yell at their wife that she gets pregnant too much. <laughs> I'm sick of you getting pregnant, you pregnant bitch. I... Such a great line of like, maybe the problem is you need to stop being pregnant. <laughs> like it's an addiction so she can't stupid. put down. Ugh. I don't I really do not want to spend too much time on my feelings on this movie because it is kind of like it's the Cloverfield paradox situation where like you just have to like see it in the right light. And I was not at a, you know, like Friday matinee. I was not at a midnight screening. I was watching it in like in my room at like 3 p.m. on a Sunday and feeling like I was, you know, 15 again watching sci-fi original movies and thinking about uh how i would love to actually be scared by a movie uh, and not have it be kind of wrapped up in its own pretense about being goofy and stupid and all that stuff uh yeah that's fair so i kind of bounced off malignant but i also can see like a i can see a version of my experience with the movie that is fun or like i can envision a situation where like people in the theater are screaming uh or laughing or you know like finding the movie as goofy as it as goofy as it's trying to be uh as opposed to me sitting alone in my room thinking about how easily i feel like i could scare people with a budget of four million dollars you know what i mean oh you could yeah it's, (laughs) it's, it's 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 incredibly easy yeah um yeah, I, I, I will say that like that's kind of like there, there. There's two things about that. That's one. One, um, well, I'll do the discourse one second. So first off, I, an audience definitely helps because having an audience that laughed at like all the same parts we laughed at, and then was like, yeah, at all the parts that we were like, yeah, at, yeah, really, it, you know, it really, it really heightens the mood. You know, it's the same thing that makes like mediocre comedies or whatever better but i feel like it plays to it really well and i feel like part of the reason why it plays to it really well is that it plays it very close to its chest for some reason there's this one shot where um the sister is going to the old sanitarium where the 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 tumor the tumor was taken out and whatnot <laughs> to find out what happened uh, and she sees it in the distance, and she's like, whoa, it's huge. And then suddenly it's nighttime, and there's, like, a shot of it, and it's, like, on a cliffside, and there's just, like, a corner of, like, the of like the parking lot there, and there's no, like, like you know, like, like the little bump thing that they have so right. that you don't, like, drive. And she just pulls up perilously close to the edge of the cliff. <laughs> and gets out and it's just it's just a long it's like the shot is held just long enough 
And it's like, there's this like beautiful night sky and everything that's like, you know, framing it on the left hand side. There's this looming castle on the right hand side. And then just her pulling up. And it's just like everyone in our theater just fucking lost it laughing because it's such like you immediately are like, w w stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> slow down, slow down, slow down, yeah, stop, slow down. <laughs> That's it, which immediately makes you think like why is she parking like here <laughs> and not like in the parking lot bitches in horror movies will go right into that pitch black basement they will drive right up to the very edge of that cliff they will yeah no that stuff's great that stuff's always fun it's yeah it, and like it's like I, everyone i've talked to like almost everyone i've talked to said like yeah like that that scene like made me fucking like lose it laughing and it's like it 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 feels like that has to be an intentional thing like it's such a constructed shot it's so much like detail and thought put into it and it goes on just long enough that i feel like it has to be like maybe he saw a similar shot in some like obscure 70s film and was like this is great i need to put this in my movie <laughs> well there's also that great shot with and and you'll have to remind me of some of the context i guess but I, I isn't it like her birth mother that she kidnaps and is like in the attic yeah 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 the it, the reveal that the woman who's kidnapped by uh by malignant at the start of the film is 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 the birth mother of the two of them uh and then it she finally escapes yeah uh, she like falls and, through the floor and like thuds on the ground and and, and immediately after the scene where they were taught doing the psychic thing to like recover some memories. And not only is it shown to be actually literally immediately after that, but the police and psychic or like the police and like hypno hypnotherapist are like in the front doorway. Yeah. About <laughs> to leave. To leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's it, it, it shows such a, such a thorough understanding of like how to lean into that camp for like the purposes of making your movie like fun, which leads to the second point I was going to make, which is sort of similar to the Gallo thing is a lot of the, the really annoying people who hate the film and whatnot yeah. will be like, Oh, like, or like, like the way they talk about it is there. It's like, Oh, I didn't understand. I was supposed to find this film like funny, which is a, like do you, do you need to be like told like what <laughs> feelings to have about a movie before you watch it. Right. But B it's like, it's also like such a misunderstanding of like the use of camp in in horror films well, and like why people like campiness in horror films which is like it's 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 this idea of like oh it's supposed to be bad but it's like no it's supposed to be fun <laughs> yeah no i mean people will talk shit about malignant and then like go back and watch like the funniest fucking movies in the world from this like there's like a scene in inferno that's what it's called i i remember watching inferno and seeing this scene of like a guy being eaten by rats these like fake ass or like i don't know the, the shots like cycling between all of these like shots of real rats and like fake rats and it's just like this is goofy uh, so much of horror is like so you know infused with a sense of goofiness which is not to say that it has to sacrifice being scary for that for the sake of that but like yeah, I as much as I did as much as Malignant didn't really like I kind of bounced off of it. I also like I don't really have any delusions about what the intent of the film is, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 supposed to be fucking fun. Yeah, no, it's it, exactly. Like it's 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 it, camp 
can add to like the horror and stuff and like isn't necessarily like the the whole thing about gallo films is that they can be very cathartic because they deal with really exploitative themes in a very basically disrespectful way but it's usually they're really campy <laughs> yeah uh i i watched daughters of darkness recently um which is like uh, a bisexual lesbian uh vampire like thriller like in that kind of genre thing from the 70s uh and like the main like uh the the elizabeth bathory character in the film is like literally like vamping it up the entire time like she is like modeled after like intentionally modeled after like marlene dietrich mm, yeah oh. uh and it's and it's just like Oh, this fucking straight couple fucking booked the newlywed suite that I wanted. I'm gonna fucking kill both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to fucking I'm going to fuck the girl and I'm going to uh, kill the guy using yeah. vampire powers while my extremely bitter jealous GF watches. <laughs> <laughs> and like that is the whole plot of the film. It is so fucking campy. But it's like really, really good because of that. Like it would, I don't think it would be as effective if it was played like super straightforwardly. Yeah, it would probably just be like kind of boring if it was. I mean, you can you can make very straightforward like vampire films interesting. I haven't seen Thirst in ages, but you know, I I remember not liking there. Thirst. Uh, I I was gonna say it's like I thought it was like mid, but I'm like maybe I'd like it more now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. I did watch the Bloodette. Speaking of vampire films, um, and that was the exact same thing. It was like, it was it it was like it starts out as this like vampire film about these like you know kind of a, like metaphorically more or less like sex workers. Uh, yeah. But then it kind of becomes this like weekend at Bernie's thing. But then there's, like, all of these, like, Matrix-style fight scenes and stuff. Ugh. Ugh. Like, so fun. My qualms with Malignant are, like, when you meet a person and you're just like, oh, I don't like that bitch. And people are like, why don't you like that bitch? And you're just like, I don't know. I, I, Malignant is, is one of those films uh, that I knew I was going to be excited to go see because I found both a lot of the people who favorably talked about it and yeah. a lot of the people negatively talked about it fucking insufferable which meant that i knew that it would be a film that is very um not not easy to have like it's kind of a film where it's like you kind of your tastes and what you put into the film or or what you're going to get out of it absolutely which is why it's like you know there's there's negative reviews of the film that i like as well because it's like yeah like i can absolutely see this being a film that a lot of people will bounce off of but it's like so it it it's been so long since a movie like this has been released that it's like oh this is such a breath of like fresh air for me of just like a a film that is unapologetically like maximizing its 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 intense oh yeah absolutely and there's i mean like i i also feel that kind of like nostalgia for the sort of uh you know the 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 new metal the butt rock horror stuff you know like i again i think it was i think it's really just a matter of how this movie kind of interacts with the environment that it's being watched in uh just because you have to you have to be i don't know you have to have like a a butt rock environment i guess i would say it uh, it definitely is like it it is the 
it is the film that will save theaters. <laughs> Absolutely. This movie uh, will save the movie theater business. <laughs> these are kind of characters that are written within like the framework of like police story TV type stuff. Uh, so the humanity that they're given kind of within that structure is like, I don't know, it, it, it kind of shines through in a nice way. Yeah, no, it's 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 the it's the understanding of like making it clear that these are all stock characters and then like, you know, but using that less in a way of like laziness and filler and more as like the, the shortcuts to the story that you're trying to tell. Yeah. Which is about like, damn, wouldn't it be crazy if you had a backwards twin in your head <laughs> uh, and he was evil and fucked up? Right. Yeah. I think it would be pretty fucking crazy. I don't know how I would deal with that. I I would just uh I would just simply not let it happen. <laughs> uh, I will say because you didn't finish it, I I do like that that is essentially what happens at the end of the film. Is mm -hmm. that once she becomes aware of it, um, and the way it's broken through is that like as it's getting ready to kill her sister and their mom, um. She her sister just suddenly shouts out, uh, he ate your fetuses. He was feeding on them to get more power. <laughs> he ate your fetuses. He was feeding on them. It's just yeah, he was feeding on them. Nine words she doesn't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sort of the, the sort of bombast and like that kind of stuff. Uh because I don't know, I'm I'm very I'm very prickly and I'm very sensitive about about women and horror and and that kind of thing, but like I don't know, it's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It's such a funnily. It's so so like just you rented a bunch of Argento and such and and whatnot films and we're just like all right, let's get all right, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Like, would it would it be better if this movie existed and like a woman, uh, and some of the most extreme forms of pain that a human can experience are kind of like puppeteered to kind of goofy ends, or is it better to like not make movies like this and kind of infantilize women and treat them as monolithic and you know like that's not a discussion I'm super interested in, but they're like thoughts that I'm having and like at the end of the day like. I I think like having this movie is uh the much the much lesser evil um especially in terms of like how people can kind of react to it and I also see that like a lot of people just get a lot of straightforward value out of uh this type of like that that type of process that type of artistic process and that type of abstraction so one uh film itself uh, was based on a story by James Wan and Ingrid Bisu, who is his wife. Aw, cute. Uh, and two, the script, uh, Akila Cooper, a woman wrote it. Yay! <laughs> so there we go. Women, women in horror. My yeah. So, so this, is a, this is a this is a a woman written uh f film that where. Also on the original story, like I'm, I'm assuming it's just they're like these are kind of the beats we want to hit for it. Uh, was also half written by uh, James Wan's wife. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's kind of in part why like I don't think it's misogynist. 
Yeah. Uh, I just think it's like very, very like sensitive. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, I, my my thing. I always put it is like one of the things I like about exploitation films mm-hmm. is that they are exploitative and like highly insensitive, which like sounds counterintuitive. Yeah. But it's like there's a lot of good film and a lot of good art that deals with like super heavy, like fucked up, awful things and like in like very careful and considerate ways that gives like a whole breadth from it. And then sometimes it's just like, I just want something that matches how fucking crazy you feel as a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when something fucked up happens to you. And that's like what exploitation films do to, for me is that like they, the way that they treat it is like literally just how it feels. <laughs> well, yeah. And absolutely like trauma and problems and abuse and like that kind of shit. Like sometimes you really need it to be minimized. Uh Yeah. And, like, the sheer act of, like, abstracting it to a form of art, like, helps with that. Helps with that process and helps kind of compartmentalize as well. I recently have been going on, going on, a, going on a few dates. Yeah. Oh, hey. uh, and we talked about, and we were talking about this, and I ended up lending them my copy of House of Psychotic Women. Because, like, that's basically, like, the major thesis statement of that book. And yeah. was kind of the catalyst for me to be like, all right, I need to, like, start watching exploitation films again because like i was super into like b movies and like whatnot in horror films and in high school and stuff in in college as well i've always had a soft spot for them but i kind of moved away from them when i was like oh i can't i can't be watching that kind of stuff i'm 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 a mature adult now and (laughs) now it's just it's like no i i've i've always loved that shit (laughs) and i and i I probably always will love that shit so it's it's just it's a fun way to approach it yeah yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for thank you for discussing this with me. Uh and yeah. And as much as I as as much as I I bounced off the movie a little bit, I'm I'm glad that you and several other friends enjoyed it. And I, you know. Yeah. I I think it's I think it's great. Even if the even, even if, if you I'm fucking a pussy. hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even if it uh, made you pissed off, and uh, it made me like the angry movie nerd. Uh, what were they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, buff. This movie was a bunch of buffalo diarrhea dog shit right in my ass. I feel like I was the one running backwards out of the movie theater. <laughs> hey, this movie's like a malignant tumor on my en- enjoyment organ. Well, thank you for thank you for coming in today for our session. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it worked out for you. I, I, I don't really have any advice or anything to take away from this meeting, but thanks for coming in. Um, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And I hope any uh, I hope any other growths are, are benign, benignant. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I believe I believe the opposite of malignant uh, is female lignant. <laughs> it's <the> malignant. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's Did great. That Thank you. Thank you. Get out of my office. Get the okay. fuck out of my office. All right, that's, all right I'm going. Bye.